something happening here But what it is ain't exactly clear There's a man with a gun over there Telling me I got to beware I think it's time we stop Children, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down I'm C.J. Layton coming to you from inside the secret broadcast cave of the Phantom Radio Studio in Lake Wales, Florida, home of the premier radio bowling talk show. PBA Hall of Famer Len Nicholson started this show in 2002, and since then, he's recorded over 1,200 shows featuring over 400 different guests. That's a literal who's who in bowling. In 1995, Len finished his lane conditioning relationship with the PBA. That same year, John Davis of the Kegel Company requested for his professional lane maintenance guidance, and he's been with Kegel ever since. It's always fun, it's always informative, and now the Phantom and his friends are hosting the Phantom Radio Junior Bowling Club. The Phantom will tell you more. Phantom fans, let's welcome our host, Len Nicholson, the Phantom. Well, thank you, CJ, and a reminder that Phantom Radio is presented by the Kegel Company, the number one lane maintenance company in the world. Well, Phantom fans, this week we have yet another very special guest to talk to, as we continue to interview who's who in the world of bowling in each and every area of our great sport. And our guest this week has been with us before, and it's always great to have him back. He's a former two-time champion on Pro Bowlers Tour. He also has won 10 PBA regional titles to his credit. And his knowledge of the entire sport of bowling is respected throughout the industry. He's also one of a small list of certified USBC gold coaches. He was formerly an AMF tour rep, and he has designed award-winning bowling balls of the year. He's a vice president of the Kegel Training Center and director of sports research. So, Phantom fans, here he is again, my friend, Mr. Dell Warren. Hello, Dell, and good to hear your voice, my friend. Phantom, happy holidays, man. Thanks for having me on. It's always a pleasure. Uh, we always have a lot of fun, and we always talk about some pretty cool stuff. Yeah, it's always good to have you on. Uh, you know, we try to interview as many people as we can, and every once in a while, uh, besides friendship, we get somebody with a lot of knowledge. That's one thing that Mr. Davis taught me, you know, back in 1995. He said, we always have to pass along knowledge and information. And uh, we started that website way back then. And we put everything on there that we would learn, whereas most companies would hide everything they learned. So uh, that's one thing different about Kegel. And man, I'll tell you, it's good to have you on. In fact, uh, I was just thinking about it the other day. The last time that we actually spoke uh, was right after Randy Stoughton uh, passed away. So I got to ask you, because I don't know, I'm not down there anymore. Uh, who is the new coaching now, the ladies at Weber? Well, um, it's interesting. We're in a very interesting transition. So um, one of the things that Chris Chartrand, our CEO, uh, well, we've talked about, one of the things that's really been on my plate since, you know, Randy got sick and and, and unfortunately passed away. And But I can tell you that his presence is here all the time. Uh, with how what he 
a lot, uh, every program that we do has his signature on it, uh, his knowledge. So he certainly passed on a wealth of knowledge to this place that will get passed on to the next generation. So I've been tasked to really take a look at the future of the training center um, and everything that we do specifically with bringing up the next generation of coaches. So we started that process. Um, we hired, uh, uh, last year we hired, uh, uh, Stephen DeLong, who was one of our Weber kids and he, he worked here for a year. Um, he has a master's degree in teaching and, um, he likes to help handicapped kids. So he still makes an appearance here and he was a converted two-handed bowler, Lenny. So he started out as a one-handed bowler. We converted him to two-handed and he made varsity on our Weber team that was ranked in the top five in the country and was a very significant player. And then, so he's still part-time here. And then, you know, Ruben Garagosian is part-time and Alex uh, Gurkoff, who's here this month at Kegel, he's part-time because he lives in Vegas. Um, so I've got some people that are, that are here and there, but the first major hire was Sydney Brummett and we hired Sydney. We changed our business model a little bit. We hired her in May. Um, she is full, still full-time on the PWBA tour, but we really hired her to with the main focus of Ed Weber. And so um, we've never really had anybody just assigned to Weber. So she handles all the day-to-day -day stuff. She's the head of our recruiting. Um, she comes with a pedigree background of coaching. You know, her whole life, I, I met Sydney when she came to Mo Pinnell and I's uh, clinics when I was at track when she was 10 and another time at 12. So I've known her for a long time, but she, uh, she was the number one player in college when she bowled for Wichita state. Uh, she was player of the year and, uh, uh, she won just, and I think she's five time team USA. And then she coached at Indiana tech, um, as a coach and then Mount mercy. She was the head of the varsity program there. Um, that's where we hired her from. So our business model is changing a little bit. So her predominant, responsibilities is the day-to-day -day operation and the recruiting and running practices at Weber. Um, I'm still the director of bowling for Weber. Um, she just is very good at the things that I'm not very good at, um, nor do I want to good, you know, the paperwork and the day-to-day -day and the organization. And you know, it, it's really funny because for 15 years, I've been looking for a female coach. I just think, um, having a, a female here, they, they have a different way of teaching, a different way of looking at things. And I've just been very un, unsuccessful at finding somebody like that. So we're very fortunate that uh, Sydney now here's the training center, but she's not day to day on the deck. Um, she does, she is going to be giving some lessons in the future, but 90% of her responsibility is going to be the, the Weber program. And that's coming along very nicely. Now we're looking for the next two hires are going to be uh, predominantly the training center. So we need to find some young, aggressive coaches that really want to take what we have, what, you know, John started in 97 down in Sebring and then built this place in 2003. And then we had a refit in 2016. And, you know, my job, what I really want when, whenever it is that I decide to retire, I don't know when that's going to be, but, I, I really want to bring in a better team of aggressive, young, knowledgeable coaches that will take the training center to even greater heights. And that really means studying the sport and staying ahead of everything. And as you know, John Davis created the training center to study the sport of bowling. 
So that's what I've been really tasked with succession planning. Um, and we're filtering through applications right now. So Sydney was the first step of that now, but she's still bowling full time on the tour. So as she's running the day to day Weber stuff, she's also still training and getting ready for the tour that starts in, uh, I believe it starts in May, right after we get done with college bowling. So we're really, um, I'm excited. We're filtering through people. Um, I don't really have a criteria other than, you know, when John hired me, uh, Phantom, he was looking in my interview with him sitting on his back porch, bro. He never asked me one thing about business, <laughs> not one thing about what I would do at the training center. It was all about my life in bowling. It was all about my passion for bowling. It was all about me personally, about things that I've done in my life. It was never about it was it was the it was the coolest interview that I've ever been on. <laughs> he was just trying to get to know me as a person and and yeah. wanted to know my level of passion for bowling. So that's really what, you know, in honor of John, that's kind of what we're looking for. And Randy had the same stuff. Randy did the same interview and he got hired about two and a half years before me. Um, John asked him the same questions. So, <laughs> yeah, he he was a unique guy. There's no question about that. You know, uh, since you mentioned all these people that that are still working there and the new people, uh, and you mentioned Ruben. How about Rick? Is Rick still there? Oh boy, in a big way. He actually, um, I just did his review a couple months ago, and he asked me. He says, "You know, I really like to start traveling more." Uh, he goes, "I'd like to do some KCMPs," um, and he and he said, "I would." He says, "I really like to do clinics." And I said, "Well, heck, you could do every one for me because I hate getting on airplanes anymore as I've gotten older." Uh, <laughs> yeah. so he actually just did a. Um, uh, along with Stephen DeLong, he just did a clinic um, for the military in, I believe, Jacksonville yesterday. Um, and then he's going to Douglasville, Georgia here in, uh, in the next few weeks. Um, and I know he, he's got a couple of things in, on, uh, on his plate that may be in somewhere in Oklahoma and the Midwest. So, yeah, he's doing great things. And uh, he's also, again, the he's always been the assistant coach at Weber. Yeah. Um, but um, I'm on the deck now more than I've ever been in my than my whole 17 years here because we are short a couple of coaches and the ones that we do have are a little bit part time. So um, I'm actually on the deck almost. I'm on the deck this morning after I leave you. I'm, I'm back with another customer this afternoon and then we do have Weber practice. So, yeah, Rick's doing wonderful. Well, I'm glad to hear that. I've known Rick for years and years and uh I'm sure happy about him being a success down there because he was always a good guy. You know, you, you mentioned that he's out working this KCMP. And I heard that that's a pretty popular program, but I need you to explain it uh, to our listeners. Sure. So um, when I when I met Ruben a long time ago in Sid Allen, uh, we kind of identified before Ruben started here full time that there was a need in bowling for a coaching program for more education for coaches and but we needed it to be a little bit different so the practical application of coaching knowledge as it relates to teaching and so we saw and then we saw a big gap between the knowledge required to for a silver level coach the usbc silver level program and the gold level coach there was a big gap of knowledge that was missing and so uh, about five or six years ago, we did some testing and 
we started with 25 coaches here at the training center and the topic was a three-day clinic and it was the 12 most common errors in bowling and how to fix them mm-hmm. and there was a test to see if in fact something like this there was a need for it or at least the public or the coaches and it was a home run and then we did a timing clinic in chicago ruben and i did and that was a smash hit so those were our two market tests and then we um i think three years ago we or four years ago now we launched the first um and kcmp stands for kegel coaching master's program it's a master's program so and we skewed this a little bit differently this is not theory this is practical application of skills. This is on the deck, how to work with people and how to make them better. So the first one uh, module that we did was direction. Everything that has to do with direction. And we had 30 coaches in the first one, three goal level coaches. It is a closed book test. It is a master's program. Now, this is the easiest of the modules. And we had several people fail. Hmm. Several people that were that have been coaching over 20 years, and it was a smash hit. So you get a beautiful diploma when you pass. Um, it's made out of metal. It's embossed. It's beautiful. And our goal with this program is, is for this to be the most commonly recognized coaching program in the world for coaches in all federations. That's the long-term vision of the program, that if you're going to coach a country, you're going to go through KCMP. So we have now gone through about 200 coaches. Wow. We launched the second module, which I'm doing in Minnesota next week, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and next week with Terry Hawes Combine. That's on a Sunday. Um, that we And then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday is going to be the second module is called Speed and Release. So everything that has to do with creating speed and the release characteristics as it relates to ball motion. The third module was the hardest one to write that we launched at Bowl Expo last year called The Art of Scoring. This was taking the entire environment, the puzzle, the most complex puzzle that you have to read as a bowler to maximize your score and putting it all together and teaching coaches how to match that up and customize it to a particular type of style of bowler and level skill level of bowler. And it was a smash hit. That was four days. And we initially thought it was going to be six days because the information and the combinations were so massive. And I told Ruben, I said, we got to get this down to at least four days. And now we're launching the fifth, the, the fourth module. Okay. And that is, I think, going to be the one that has the most demand. Hmm. And that's two-handed bowling. Right. So we're doing the advertising this month. And the first one's going to be at the KTC at Kegel Training Center sometime in February. And it's going to be right. handed bowling. So as you know, the present game, people say the future of the game, the present game of bowling is two-handed bowling. Yeah. And there's not a lot of people out there that know how to teach it and know how to correct it and know how to develop bowl, two-handed bowlers. So there's a very big need for this. And this will be three days. There will be a certification. There will be a test. And I'm really excited about this because whether you're a high school coach, a Saturday morning junior coach, or a college coach, or even a tour rep, you have to know how to work with these types of players. And you have to know how to develop them. And it's, by the way, it's evolving right in front of us. Now, we we were the first ones in the world to actually do a two-handed camp 
And we did that with our partner, Storm. And that was about four years ago. And we've identified two styles in the two-handed style, which, which is the traditional style, which is Belmo and Oscu that, that they developed. And the style that you see with like Chris Vi and Kyle Troop, which we call the parallel hip style. And it's evolving right in front of us. And of course, we've had some of the best two-handers that have bowled for Weber. Matt Russo was college player of the year, out averaged the field by 10 pins a game. Uh, he put his thumb in the ball. And then A.J. Wollstenholm uh, won the um, intercollegiate singles title last year in college. And he's a right-hander that came with us with negative tilt. <laughs> so that's so, a that's a problem today. So again, it's really cool, uh, Phantom, because it's evolving in front of us, and we're having to learn more things. Like, have you seen? I never seen a two-hander throw it like this or like that. Look at this. This guy's a short swing, later timing. This guy's got more back angle. This guy's got a shorter power step or skip step. This guy doesn't have a skip step at all. This guy rotates his hip. This guy doesn't. This, this guy, you know, it's really really cool. It's happening right in front of us. So I'm excited about this module more than any other module because there's such a need for it in the sport of bowling. Well, listen, when you get this thing scheduled in February, give me a couple of weeks heads up notice so I can promote it on the show. Okay. And if you, uh, you know of any people that would be good coaches here in the future for Kegel, man, you need them to direct them our way. <laughs> well, I don't know anybody right now offhand, but I can think about it, and I'm sure we're going to get some response. As you uh, know, we got great benefits here, man. We got hospitalization and dental. We got, we got, you know, this is an awesome company to work for. So, yeah, uh, well, I know the one thing you love about it—you got golf anytime you want. That's the main thing. <laughs> Why you? You're not kidding, fam. <laughs> yeah, and so you saw, you tell me Ruben's only working part time. Uh, that's the money out of your pocket. Uh, yeah, man, and he's semi-retired, and now, you know, he won't give me as many shots as I'm supposed to get to make the bet fair. So, you know, I always end up buying lunch. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm going to talk a little bit here for a minute or two about my junior program. Then cool. I, want to come, I want to come back and, and tell you about something that I found out that uh, I don't think you know about this yet. But first of all, Everybody knows now that we've started a junior program and uh, I've been looking around the industry for a long time. And that's the only thing I never worked on is the kids. I always worked on the regular tour, the eliminator, the high roller, the senior tour and all that. And I went to a, a junior tournament here in Sacramento and I saw so many kids that were so good and the enthusiasm running around uh, giving each other a high five, hugging each other. And this one gal, she's really pretty good. Her name's Caitlin Abagania. I'm sure you've probably heard of her, but uh, she's like a top junior bowler. And she's over there rubbing up her ball before this one game. I said, who drills your stuff? She goes, oh, I do. You know, <laughs> these kids, wow. they're, they're drilling their own ball at 10, 12 years old. I, I told her, I says, Hardwick and Weber never even knew how to drill a ball and ball. You kids are so much smarter than us back in the day. But, yeah, we started this program. It's a free. Anybody that signs up, they get a gift, some kind of a bowling gift. And we've got some goals. <coughs> We're up to 148 bowlers right now, juniors of all ages, as long as they're, you know, in a league someplace and they're under 18. 
So we're going to have some big deals coming up. Uh, eventually, we got some long-term goals. But I wanted to break that out on this show because I know you guys have a, a, a fantastic junior program down there, too. As a matter of fact, what I wanted to tell you was uh, I don't want to waste any time because I want to mention this. I had a guest on my show a few times now, and the, he's telling me that he says he's been coaching for years, and he learned more from you in one day than he did in 20 years. And his name is Brandon Steen, and his son Rush has been there also. He's worked out with Ruben, I guess. Man, what a family. What talent. They're both great golfers, and they love to fish and all that kind of stuff. They live in Iowa, but uh, I don't know if you'd ever be able to drag them down there to be a coach. But did, do you remember Brandon at all? Of course. they. Um, he's gone through one of our uh, KCMP modules because usually you'll start off. You don't have to do them in order, but it is very helpful because we built these modules um, kind of like you learn math. You have to learn them sequentially. Um, so I believe he's gone through direction and, um, so yeah, you know, when you get passionate people, especially when you phantom, when you know that you get families that are involved with bowling, it's so, it's so very, very cool. Yeah. This man is just a gentleman. He's, he's a big time, uh, idol basically in Iowa. He's on every board of directors and he's been the coach of the year. He said he went down there. And he calls you a genius. I'm serious. He's a he's a he's really a, a sincere man, and he loves his family. He loves his kid, and uh, he says he learned more from you in one day than he learned his whole life. And he's a silver level coach. He says he doesn't need to learn anymore because he knows where to go if he wants to catch up on the rest of the world. But yeah, he he's so proud of of Kegel and, and you and. And I don't know if you remember seeing his kid or not, but his I kids, <laughs> his kids, uh, something else too. I've had him on the show. I, uh, yeah. So when we talked um, a few days ago um, and you were telling me about the conversation, I looked him up um, on video and, you know, what a talent. <laughs> yes, sir. So, yeah, I says to him, I said, you're going to be a golfer or a bowler? He goes, I don't know. I had to give up baseball this year because my schedule he says, but I really like to fish. So with this kid's attitude, <laughs> he'll probably win the Bass Masters for a couple hundred thousand. You know, the talent that's out there is unreal. <laughs> well, heck, the two my my two favorite pastimes, you know, golf and fishing. So maybe we he, we can hook up. We can do both. Yeah, you can. So listen, I got about a minute left. I'm going to give it to you. Whatever you want to talk about, my friend. After you tell me about how your wife Dawn's doing. She's wonderful. Um, yep, she is uh, keeping me in check, and you know she's uh, she's like the mother on the Weber bowling team, so she's very involved there when she can, and uh, she goes to all of the major tournaments. But uh, she's doing fine, Phantom. I appreciate you asking, and uh, trying to get her to take up golf since we live in a golf community now. Um, so far, I've been unsuccessful, um, but she's doing fine. In terms of what I want to talk about, I. I I'm very, very passionate about teaching coaches how to improve their knowledge and to how to give lessons in a more effective way. Because, you know, we, we're really good at bowling in the industry of getting new people in. We're just not good at moving them through the pipeline of taking them to casual, from casual bowlers 
to competitive bowlers. And so bowling centers and pro shops and coaches have a very big impact in that whether or not somebody gets addicted to our sports. And so uh, one of my good friends in, in Europe, Juha Maya, said it best a few years ago at iCoach. He said, you know, unfortunately, most of the best players in Europe never had a coach and most of the worst players had a coach. <laughs> and the point he's trying to make is if a coach has the wrong concept and bad information, when they turn that information to players, it makes the sport much harder and it doesn't allow them to progress um, in a manner. And, you know, with the ball speed requirements today, and the amount of energy you got to put in a ball, if you do the technique wrong, you can get hurt very easy. The most common injuries we see is meniscus and lower back and the lumbar spine. So I'm really passionate. And one of the things that John was passionate about that he started with Richard Shockley many years ago was coaching the coaches is really putting out new information and new ways for coaches to be better coaches on the deck, on the lanes. And so I, I think that's, um, that's why KCMP has been so successful. It's why we continue to add to KCMP. And I, and I, I think even more than just giving lessons to, to folks that are passionate about bowling, I'm really, really excited about helping coaches get better. Fantastic. Well, I know you guys do a great job and the, the word is up. What a reputation you guys have developed on our parts. But the old clock on the wall tells me that we're out of time, and I can't believe how quickly the time flies in this show. And be sure to let me know about these uh, lessons you got coming up in February about the New Deal. I'd love to pass that along. But uh, you take good care of yourself, and hopefully I'll see you again soon somewhere down the road. And Phantom fans, that's going to wrap up another show for this week, and hope that you all enjoyed it. You enjoyed hearing from Del Warren. And we look forward to talking to all of you again next week. Have yet another interesting guest to talk to. And we sincerely want to thank our sponsors, Storm Bowling Products and Brad Edelman from the High Roller. They keep us coming back to you each and every week. And also my good buddy, Dave Kowalski. He's an instrumental in getting our junior program started. So Del, thanks again. I'll talk to you soon, my friend. Thanks, Phantom. Happy holidays. So for Phantom Radio, this is the Phantom. When you're down and troubled And you need some love and care And nothing, well, nothing is going right Close your eyes and think of me